Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! It's me, Mad Mike, and we are here to talk the mid-season finale of Lucha Underground. And man, oh man, what a show they left us on. Um, whew, I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, actually, I do, because I'm going to start the place we always start for the Midweek War. Uh, me Palabra, me una Palabra for this show of Lucha Underground. Oh, um, how about demolition? Yeah, demolition. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. Uh, not that demolition. Uh, I'll I'll get to I'll get to why why it's demolition. And and actually, yeah, maybe maybe right now. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's go for my bueno. The bueno. Uh, the main event. A death match, Matanza versus El Dragon the Second Junior. Oh, really a lot of fun, really a lot of fun. First of all, we have to set up the the opening segment with Dario and uh, Councilman Delgado, <laughs> where where uh, El Dragon the Second just barges in. And he's like, "Hey, I want I want your brother in a death match," and Councilman Delgado's like. I'll drink to that. He does. He's fantastic. I kind of just want him as like the Andy Richter to Dario's Conan O'Brien. Or if if you prefer a younger, an older reference, the Ed Sullivan to Dario's Johnny Carson. Uh, I, I kind of just want him there to sit in, to sit in on meetings. Like he was there to, to talk about uh, Cage was going to be using the gauntlet tonight, which is great. Um, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But uh, back to the deathmatch. Holy crap. These guys beat the shit out of each other. Uh, I feared for El Dragon a sec. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they started fighting up in the stands. And if you've watched Lucha Underground before, you know that never ends well for anybody. Um, and I, they tricked me. They tricked me. Uh, I thought it was going to be the classic. Either someone gets thrown off the roof, someone gets thrown through the roof. And that didn't happen. In fact, uh, they they teased it. They teased it for a little bit. El Dragon Azteca actually was able to pop up into the rafters and jump out of there, which was awesome. But uh, eventually, Matanza did get the upper hand, literally. Um, he chokeslam El Dragon Azteca through the bleachers. Amazing looking spot. Absolutely amazing looking spot. Uh, it was in the middle of the fans. It was so crazy. And, uh, you know, that, of course, I ended the match. And it brought out Rey Mysterio. And, oh, this is where we got a little crazier. Um, Rey was looking to avenge El Dragon Aseca, obviously. You know, his protege. And Rey started beating up Matanza. And Matanza was still getting the upper hand to him. Matanza... I thought for sure Matanza was gonna like bull rush through Ray and knock them both like all the way down, but no, Ray actually back body dropped Matanza through Dario's through like the roof where the broom closet is. It was amazing looking. It was really real, and Dario sold it like no one you've ever seen before. Like he was freaking out. He couldn't open the door to get in to see if Matanza was okay, and that's how we left it. That's how we left the temple. It was fantastic. Dario kicked everyone out of the temple. He kicked everyone out. He, he just started screaming, leave, leave the temple, go. It was awesome. 
And right after that, uh, this is a supplemental good. Uh, we see people leaving the temple and um, a bunch of believers, like, you know, saying goodbye to Melissa Santos, getting autographs, stuff like that, pictures, all that stuff. And we see Mario the Moth Martinez in the corner creeping on Melissa Santos, as he's wont to do, I'm sure. And then all of a sudden, a bag gets thrown over Marty's head, and he's tied up in the same broom closet that they had tied up Sexy Star in at the end of Season 1. And Marty's tied up. We saw this image from the trailer that we got a couple months ago. And we finally see who did it. It's his own sister, Mariposa. So Mariposa has now trapped her own brother, and they officially have one of the weirdest sibling relationships in wrestling history. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll go with the Malo. Um, I have two Malos this week, actually. One is a selfish Malo. Uh, we will not be getting a new episode of Lucha Underground until the summer. Huge Malo. I want more. Don't care how. I want it now. Don't care how. I want it now. Yes, I went Veruca Salt just to just to intimate how much more Lucha I want. Because uh, I'm assuming when we come back, we've got all night long, all night between Mac and Mundo, which there, there was a fun segment with them. Uh, Giant Mundo was just calling Mac out. Mac came out, you know, delivered a couple of stunners to a couple of security people, which, by the way, I didn't know the temple had security. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but yeah, no, that's going to be a great match when we come back, but um, it's, it's so far away. But uh, keep in mind, we will try and get some Lucha coverage before then. I will guarantee we will have some people on. We'll, uh, we'll try and bring Krista Joseph back, try and bring uh, Eric Van Wagner back. And who knows? Maybe we'll see what else we can come up with for the midweek war. Uh, I have no irons in the fire yet, but we'll uh, ask around, see what we can do. But uh, my other Malo this week goes to Cage a little bit. Now, uh, <laughs> we had this whole best of five series. Cage got was given a, an iron gauntlet, and you know it had electricity powers and shit like that. And I was very excited to see what this was going to do. And then he didn't wrestle with it. Now I understand it's actually a metal glove, so that might be the reason. But given that it was given to him by Dario Cueto, I thought, oh, maybe they'll let the rules slide and he'll actually be able, like, he'll have, like, an iron claw or, like, a, a really vicious choke slam or something like that. But basically, what the gauntlet has done is just amped up Cage's aggression, which is great. That's fine. He sold it perfectly. That's fine. I was just a little disappointed that he didn't wrestle with the gauntlet on. Maybe he will in a death match or a no holds bar match or a street fight or a bar fight or whatever kind of random no disqualification matches Lucha Underground has, because they have a lot of them. Uh, but yeah. So that, that was just a little disappointed. Little, little disappointed. Um, but the fun thing was, Cage was wrestling a guy called Veneno, um, who I think is uh, Officer Reyes. I think it's, you know, I, I think that's the mask that the uh, police chief gave him. But Veneno's mask is basically a giant spider web. And I I was live tweeting this. You can hit up the hashtag MM to see this happen in live action. 
as I'm watching it for the first time, I, I was looking at this guy. I'm like, oh, dude, it's a guy with a spider on his mask. Someone tell Sexy Star immediately. She needs to know about this. Now, granted, I knew this guy was going to get killed by Cage, so I don't think he's the spider person that's been harassing Sexy Star. But you see a spider, you think, oh, Sexy Star hates spiders. She's like Ron Weasley. Kind of. So as soon as the match was done, Sexy Star came in and beat up Veneno. I'm like, oh my god, it's like we summoned her from the back. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, my change for this week... Uh, it's t- it's tough. I, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more with... Um, with the Mac and Dry- like, I would have liked to see the Mac versus someone else from the Worldwide Underground. That that's why because Johnny did a great segment. It was really fun. Um, but I just want I want to see a little bit more action. I think a little bit more action because I mean, Sexy Star had to go through pretty much everyone to get to Johnny. I think the Mac should have to do something similar. But yeah, uh, just just a little bit more action. I think that would have been great. Uh, so the other thing we got to talk about is Joey Ryan versus Tejano. Now, these guys don't really have a lot to do right now. Tejano lost the best of five. Joey Ryan is still, you know, it ain't easy being sleazy. But Famous B came out and is still trying to recruit Tejano. Only this time, he brought out the beautiful Brenda dressed as a sexy cowgirl. And that is what seemed to spark Tejano's interest. In fact, so much so where um, uh, Famous B distracted the referee and Brenda pulled out a golden horseshoe so Tejano could clock Joey Ryan with it. I have to say, I love this tandem. Like, I, Famous B has quickly become one of the best managers I'd say in wrestling right now, um, I love that he coordinates his outfits, and so is Brenda, but they they coordinate their outfits towards who they're managing. It's very Jimmy Hart-esque. I love that. It's one of the things I've been watching a lot of old wrestling. And I noticed Bobby never did it, the genius never did it, Mr. Fuji never did it, but Jimmy Hart, you always knew who Jimmy Hart was managing at that particular point in time because he always had jackets. Jackets and customized megaphones. And if Famous B wants to continue on that legacy, far be it for me to stop him. I think it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I am looking forward to seeing where this goes. I don't know how Dr. Wagner will feel about Tejano becoming part of the fold. That could be an interesting dynamic. Like maybe Famous B goes with Dr. Wagner. Brenda goes with Tejano. That could be an interesting dynamic. I don't know if we're going to go there, but who knows? It's Lucha Underground. You can go anywhere. There's literally a guy chained up like a dragon somewhere. You can do anything in Lucha Underground. Uh, but yeah, again, not until summer. I want more Lucha Underground. But I, I guess we'll have to take what we can get for right now. Um, but hopefully, this gives Sorg enough time to catch the fuck up. Because Sorg has been watching Lucha Underground. He's been binging it. Um, I've said this now on two shows, so he has to catch up. That, that it's it's no contest at this point. Uh, but yeah, um, as far as the rankings go, Lucha was number one. 
barely beat out 205 Live. 205 Live was really good this week. NXT was really good this week. If you guys don't watch those shows, watch them this week. They were fantastic. They were really, really good. Um, 205 Live like just barely squeaked under the radar. Like If, if one or two things had gone different in either show, they could have been flip-flopped very easily. Uh, I debated with it for a while on the 205 Live episode. But yeah, uh, so if you're looking for me on the internet, hit up uh, at MadMike483. Also, at Mayhem Show, hit up the hashtag MM. Uh, also, look for the hashtag Sorg Mode or hashtag Sorg when Sorg goes on his Lucha Underground binges. And you can follow along Lucha Underground past as Sorg rediscovers uh, Season 2 of Lucha Underground. I think he's about halfway through right now. But yeah, um, we will be back with Lucha stuff. I'm not sure when. Uh, keep keep listening to the main show every Tuesday nights, live.torvatronmedia.com. Head of our face group, Facebook group. We do um, live streaming through there now. And um, when we figure out what the next thing, what the next Lucha thing, we're going to make good Lucha things, guys. I promise you. You will not have to wait until summer to get more Lucha things from this guy right here because... Damn it, I need more Lucha before that. So uh, we'll figure out what to do. But until then, for Mad Mike, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your mid <laughs>